Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. MRN Crew Call is brought to you by Hercules Tires. Hello again, I'm Steve Post from Motor Racing Network. We welcome you in to MRN's Crew Call, where we get a chance to look, in some cases, to drivers, some cases to crew chiefs, in some cases we talk to folks behind the scenes, and that's what we have here today. Nicole Kreger, she's the executive director of the NASCAR Foundation, and it is voting time. Yes, it's voting time everywhere, it seems like, in America. But very importantly, it's voting time for the uh, 10th annual Betty Jane France Humanitarian Award. So stay right with us. We're going to share with you the story of the four finalists for this award. And we'll talk to Nicole Kreger about that and so much more with the NASCAR Foundation in just a moment. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Welcome back. It is MRN's Crew Call. So glad you've joined us this week and so glad to talk to one of our friends in the sport here. Nicole Krager, the executive director for the uh, NASCAR Foundation, joins us. Hello, Nicole. Welcome back to Crew Call. Good morning. Oh, great to catch up with you. Boy, it is a busy, busy time for you guys. I see you're doing some pediatric days and, uh, and we've got the voting for the Betty Jane France Humanitarian Award. Never a dull moment in the life, is there, Nicole? No, it never stops. Just like racing never stops. And the work that we do to help kids, you know, just keeps going, maybe in a different way, but we keep at it. Yeah, no doubt. And some great programs, that's for sure. want to take some time today to talk about the Betty Jane France uh, Humanitarian Award. And this is just, this award really, Nicole, just just big picture stuff before we talk about the finalists. Uh, th- this embodies NASCAR Nation and the passion our fans and, 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 our, and, our, and our participants have as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think even before Mrs. France passed away, you know, because this is the 10th anniversary of the award, believe it or not, um, it goes by so fast, um, you know, you volunteer for organizations, I know you do, and, and anybody who does or is involved with a nonprofit in any way, they know you don't do it by yourself. You can't do it without your volunteers. And Mrs. France certainly knew that. And, and so this was a great way for us to not only honor her and what she had done with the foundation, but our fans. Our fans are amazing people who have everyday lives, they have families, they have jobs, they have you know, all of the worries and and joys of life, but then they spend all of this time giving back to others. And so it's just, it's one of my favorite things that we do every year because it's all about our NASCAR fans. I can't imagine how you whittle it down to four though. That has got to be quite the process. (laughs) Oh, it's, it's, 
it's rewarding, but it's also so hard because, you know, we might get 80 to 100 applications for the award. And my team and I, we read every single one of them. And we have a scoring sheet mechanism that we go through to score everyone. And then we have a selection committee that takes it from the initial um, down to about 25. And then um, our board actually picks the final four, thank God. So I, I just send them, you know, like here are the top 10 and then they pick the final four. It's Boy, tough. I'll tell you what, so many, cause there's so many great ones. And, and the four we have this year are absolutely amazing. Let's take a little time and talk about each of the four. We'll start with Rich Langley. He's with the Rock Solid Foundation, a nine year volunteer. Tell us a little bit about the Rock Solid Foundation and, sure. and Rich's efforts there. So um, Rock Solid, they actually build playgrounds for children with pediatric cancer. And if you've known anyone, I mean, now you even see it with COVID, but if you know anyone who's been ill, um, especially the little kids who have compromised um, systems, they can't go out and play with their friends, you know? And so that's kind of taken away from them. And so this organization goes right into the family's backyard and they actually build a playground for the family it's for the family, but it's, you know, it's for the siblings so that the kid can get away from the cancer treatment. And Rich is amazing. He is like the foreman for the build. So he goes in and he, I've done like three of them now myself. And he goes in and he helps you to find out, you know, which board goes where. And at the end of the day, you know, he certifies that it's safe and built and ready to go for the kiddo. So um, he's, he's really a remarkable individual. What I think is so remarkable in, in, in learning about Rich is that, yes, you're right. He is the foreman. He is the, the drill sergeant, if you will, <laughs> of putting this project together and making sure it is to code and making sure it's safe. But then in an instant, he flips the switch, and when he rides on the playground or helps the kid, he becomes this teddy bear as well. Yeah, He's an amazing man. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's, it's and, such and a great the, feeling. When you see the kid's face, you know, they'll put the hand over the child's eyes, and then they do the reveal, and they see the playground in their backyard. I mean, just the joy on their face, is, it makes it so uh, meaningful. Yeah, the one thing I think about when I when I think about this is is you take a hopeless uh, or seemingly hopeless situation with pediatric cancer and and God, I just cannot imagine it. And yet, it's a distraction and it's hope that Rich provides and sure. and, and, and Rock Solid provides. Yeah, yeah, and they like to say play defeats cancer, and I love that. Yeah, neat, neat story, that's for sure. So Rich is one of our finalists. Another one of the finalists is Charlene Greer. Now Charlene is so active in the Volusia and Flagler counties down in Florida, down, down, down where NASCAR's headquartered, down there in the Daytona yeah. Beach area. She is an amazing, I can't imagine what a bundle of energy she is in all that she does. <laughs> I was just about to say that she's a dynamo. Like if yeah. you were to follow her around for a day or two, keeping up with her is, is something that is, is unbelievable. Um, and she just de devotes her heart and so soul to not only the boys and girls, club here in Volusia and Flagler County, but to a lot of organizations, and they love her. Those boys and girls, when she comes to the club, I mean, she's like the Pied Piper, and they just love on her, and, and the amount of time that she devotes to them, I mean, is just truly amazing. I think that's the thing, you know, when, when, I, when, I, when I learned about each of these finalists, kind of words came to mind, and, and the word that kind of struck out to her 
uh, was mentorship. When you see mm -hmm. her with the kids, I mean, coloring with the kids, riding the bikes with the kids, she, she just becomes one of them. Yeah, she's a big kid at heart, I would say. And she definitely, um, she just believes that our kids are the future. And and she says that, you know, someday there, somebody's going to have to take care of me and we need to be helping these children in our communities so that we're going to give back to them now, and then in the future, they're going to give back to us, which I think is a really important message, you know, to all of our young people. That's funny. I use that same strategy on my daughters. You know, yeah. when I'm taking, I use that same exact strategy. So I'm doing this for you. Someday you're going to do this for me as well. But yeah, it is so neat with uh, with with Charlene down there. She's involved with the kids, and 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 actually, even she's she's inspiring to all the other volunteers and all the people. But she also is involved in a couple of the big projects and organizing things. So behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, and with the kids, she is she's just everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go on to our third finalist. It's Daryl Farler. Okay. Um, this one absolutely amazes me when I saw Daryl's story. He is a double amputee mm -hmm. and it is the, the running and sports prosthetics that they provide. Wow. What a, what a, what a charity he has. What an, what a, what a neat thing he has that new program he has. Yeah, I mean, Daryl's so such an interesting person. You know, he took something that happened to him that was tragic, um, you know, the loss of his limbs, and he turned it into just something so meaningful. And um, sports, you know, we think about it. We were out without sports for how many months? And we were all, like, dying, you know? And um, just think about that. I mean, we because we couldn't watch something on TV or we couldn't go and participate. But what about a, a child that has lost a limb and can't participate in sports maybe the same way they used to? And an amputee Blade Runner really gives the child an opportunity to get back into something that they may have loved. And I was in Nashville and I got to meet several of the kids that were there. And I met these two young boys, they were twins and they both had lost limbs and it was, it was amazing because they were at the shop where they fit their prosthetic um, limbs and the one little boy had his old leg on and his mom said, okay, you need, to, you need to take your blade off and put the old leg on because they need to do some fitting. And he was like, oh, mom, I don't want to put that on. That, that one's, I don't like that one. I mean, he was so frustrated and you could just see the joy on his face, the difference that it made when he had the old leg on or whether he had his running blade on and and that's just the epitome of what Daryl is all about you know giving these kids an opportunity he's not only there volunteering his time he's a role model to them and he shows them look I can run a marathon you can run a marathon and and it's uh, that that's a really great story for them to look up to him and what he's doing is is it's remarkable that one, that, that story really struck me because uh, I have started to do some running, just some 5Ks, and, and I've done some of them. And, and we have an older guy here in Concord, North Carolina, who is a blade runner. He's got one of his legs where mm -hmm. he has the blade. And I think the thing that amazes me is he runs with his young grandchild. His grandchild's probably mm -hmm. five years old. And so they do the one-mile fun run. 
you know, mm -hmm. and here's grandpa with his, with his blade on running with his, with his, with his grandson. And that's the really neat fun part about it is the not so neat fun part about it is, is I'm out there huffing and puffing and he's like a mile ahead of me. Mm -hmm. When we get to the, when I, when I get done with my five K's, he's standing there. He's already had two waters, two bananas. He's visiting with everybody, but it is amazing to be able to give athletics and sports back to somebody who maybe at one point in their, in their struggle thought that maybe it was never going to happen again. Yeah, especially for a child, you know, yeah. when you think about all of the things that you learn through sports, you know, whether it's teamwork or camaraderie or social, you know, and, and if you take that away, you know, or if something were to take that away, I can't imagine, um, you know, I just can't imagine that. Yeah, kids want to go outside and run. This allows them to go outside and run and play. It, does. it really, it truly, truly does. The final nominee is Larry Jordan, a 21-year volunteer for Angel Flight Soars. Um Boy, I'm telling you, this is one that I don't think a lot of us think about, but if we were in the spot where we needed Larry, he, he would become a very important person in our journey. Well, I mean, Larry, I, I say it all the time. They're so remarkable. You know, again, he took something was tragic. I mean, he lost his daughter. His daughter passed away um, from, from a cardiac um, issue that she had. And he said, I'm not going to let that you know, stop me from doing something to help other people. And, and I can't imagine what that must be like as a parent to lose a child. And he, he went on and said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to fly these kids. He got his pilot's license. He, um, you know, now the organization Angel Flight Soars flies the um, kids to treatments. Um, you know, they might not be able to afford to, to make it to where they need to go or, Quite frankly, their um, their medical condition might keep them from flying commercially, um, and so they go in and they take them where they need to go. And I mean, that's to to totally learn something that you've never done before. He wasn't a pilot before he started volunteering with them. I mean, that's that's dedication. Yeah, that was the thing. When I first started to hear Larry's story, I thought, well, this is a pilot or retired pilot or something like mm -hmm. that. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. When you learn his story, no, he saw that. He apparently had an interest in flying, mm -hmm. and this was his incentive to go and get his pilot license so that he could so he could 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 deliver these kids. I think the other thing that was when when I when I think about Larry and when I see what he does is that yes, he's a great pilot and he gets them up in the air and he gets them down safely. But then he's helping them out of the plane. He's walking yeah. hand in hand with them into the airport. Uh, so much empathy and so much compassion. Yeah, I mean, he truly, truly loves the kiddos. And you can see it on their faces. And um, the other thing that's very interesting about all four of these, they are huge NASCAR fans. Yeah. So, I mean... I love, you know, we've done things differently this year because we haven't been able to have them at the racetrack, which is, we hate, but, you know, we had drivers call them and surprise them and things like that. Um, so that has been great to kind of see their eyes and, and, and see the joy on their face. They're very humble. They are very, um, like, you know, we, we try to do something nice for them and they're like, oh no, I mean, I'm just, you know, I just do it because I love the kids and all of that, you know, and, and, and so to be able to do something little for them to help them is, is meaningful, is very meaningful.
Yeah, all four of them, the heart of a servant, that is for sure, and the, uh, the, the, the compassion that they have. Uh, talking bigger, bigger NASCAR Foundation, um, Betty Jane French Humanitarian Award, uh, Daniel Suarez car this past weekend, and as we've ran the race throughout this week at Texas, boy, that's a good-looking race car with that foundation and all those names on it, isn't so it, Nicole? We thought so, too. That was one of the little, we call it a surprise and delight. We, we Like I said, we couldn't have him at the racetrack, but Daniel was so kind. He did a... Um, zoom meet and greet with them on on sunday before the race so they got to meet him and and seeing their name on the car we've never had that before we've never had that opportunity so um it was it was special they were blown away to be able to see their names there so we're glad we could do that fun fun stuff so we talked about narrowing the process down from from whatever to 25 to 10 the poor board of directors have to bring it to four <laughs> yeah now it's everyone else's turn, okay? There's so much news going on about voting in the election coming up. Well, this is a really important election we have. Nicole, what do, what do, what do folks need to do? Where do, we, where do we need to go to cast your vote and learn more yes. about these stories? The, I, we agree. This is a very, very important election. So because they all are guaranteed fifty twenty five thousand dollars $25,000. So they all get, hang on, I'm getting a call. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's some um, Zoom for you, right? 2020 um, for us. Yeah, 2020 <laughs> right up there. <laughs> um, so anyway, they're all guaranteed $25,000 um, to their charities. Another interesting tidbit is that this year we gave them an extra $5,000 because of COVID and because we haven't been able to take them to the racetrack and every charity needs money now to help with their mission. So they they all have thirty thousand dollars going to their charity, but the winner gets a total of what would be now one hundred and five thousand dollars. So, um, and that's done by fan vote. So you can go to our website nascarfoundation.org/award, and all of those fabulous videos are there on the website, and they can all um, watch those and then decide who they want to vote for. And voting closes at noon on November the fourth. There we go. Noon, November 4th. Get out and vote. Get That's out and right. vote. You, you hear that message everywhere? <laughs> this is where you really need to get out and vote because dealing with these uh, these wonderful, wonderful people. Nicole, before I, before I let you go, I, I was just, uh, just paying attention, following along with life. Earlier this month, uh, you had another one of your NASCAR Speediatric Days, and this is where you mm -hmm historically would go out to race markets and have a big festival in a park or somewhere and everything. Of course, 2020 has changed it, but Noah Gregson joined you <laughs> and you got, you zoomed right into classrooms across America. That had to be fun. Yeah. I mean, like I said, how many times a day do you start the sentence with, well, because of COVID or due to COVID, we can't do this. We can't do that. It's so frustrating, but because of COVID, we would have had the festival in Talladega at the track. And um, we were with Lincoln Elementary School there. And so we, we, we sent everything to them. It was sort of like a festival in a kit and all the kids, they all get a pedometer watch. They track their steps. Mm -hmm. um, and then they learn about racing and they learn about eating and being healthy and all of that. Um, and there's a whole week long curriculum that they run through. And then kind of the reward at the end would be coming to the track. So um, sadly, we couldn't do that, but Noah was kind enough to dial in, you know, video in for us. And we had, I think it was four third grade classes all on the screens and he's fantastic. I mean, he's so great with the kids and he's so animated. And I, I 
afterwards, it made me appreciate even more that the teachers in our lives, you know, because I was only on there for about 20 minutes and I thought, how on earth do our teachers do this? Um, and the kids were great. They loved meeting him. And one of the moms sent back a note and said, the first thing my daughter said when she got in the car, when I picked her up was, I met a real NASCAR driver today. So even though it wasn't in person, we feel like we still made an impact with them and, and being able to meet, meet our um, young stars of the sport. Always good stuff. That is for sure. And, and yeah, and, and Noah Gregson, I mean, he just is a big kid, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, him in a third grade classroom is, uh, he, he fits right in. That's for sure. And I, and I mean that all complimentary. <laughs> I, I know. And I'll tell you, when we get them at the racetrack and they're oh, with yeah. the kids and they're playing with them, it is so much fun to watch because I've seen two NASCAR drivers, you know, will be doing a relay race. And it doesn't matter. It could be tiddlywinks. They are going to beat each other. And I'm like, okay, y'all, we need to set a good example for the kids. And they don't care. They want to win. So no different than on the racetrack. Yeah, no fighting or scrapping out here with the kids around. That's for sure. Yeah, I know you want to win. So, well, Nicole, it is always great to uh, hang out and chat with you. All the wonderful things the NASCAR Foundation does. Again, the voting ends on November 4th. So go to nascarfoundation.org and, and, and see the stories and, and, uh, and, and do that. But make sure you get out and vote. And Nicole, as I say, it's always great to hang out. Thanks for spending some time Thanks, with us here on Crew Call. Thanks for having us. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. We appreciate you taking some time and joining us here on Crew Call. You know, we love the stories in the NASCAR garage. And if there's a story that you think we might be interested in telling, you'd be interested in hearing, uh, shoot us a note. You can follow along on Twitter at MRN Radio. Use the hashtag AskMRN. Who knows? Maybe you'll create a story that we need to get out and spread the word on here on Crew Call. Busy weekend coming up for Motor Racing Network as uh, Martinsville Speedway is on the docket, docket this weekend. Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup Series. We're going to figure out who the championship four are as we get closer and closer to the end of the year. So follow along all week long on Motor Racing Network. Again, we thank Nicole Crager for joining us from the NASCAR Foundation. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here on MRN's Crew Call. MRN Crew Call was brought to you by Hercules Tires.